0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Jordan Paris show. Today features a conversation with a gentleman named Paul Cech. Now, Paul is the health superhero of my life. Back when I was 17 years old, I was gifted a book called How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. It is the Bible on eating, moving, and being healthy. And uh, after reading that book, Paul set me on a path of health and fitness that has lasted to this day and will last the rest of my life, and I had a conversation with Paul on my podcast all about relationships because he has multiple wives. However, that conversation is not the one that I'm releasing today because after that initial conversation, I asked him about coronavirus and his thoughts on that. I'd love his comment on that, and I got his comment on that. And it was a pretty hot take. And I'm really glad that I asked him about it. So that's what I'm sharing here today, my health superhero and his hot take on the whole coronavirus crisis, what I would call and what Paul would also call a scandemic. Now, quick note about a little bit of audio technical difficulties. have to warn you about this because this unfortunately could not be edited out. It was so distorted, could not be cut out because there would be a lot of missing context. Somewhere in the first five minutes, there's about a two-minute patch of audio where it just gets progressively more distorted. However, if you you listen closely, you can still understand it. It's just a little bit annoying. Then after that, after the two minutes, maybe even less than two minutes, it goes back to the normal good audio quality that we are used to. So just wanted to give you that heads up. Now, without further ado, here is Paul Check's hot take on COVID.
1: Well, I produced a video right at the beginning of COVID called Your COVID-19 Protection Plan, which is right on my YouTube channel, which is uh, YouTube.com forward slash Paul, C-H-E-K live. YouTube.com forward slash Paul Check Live, where I have about 600 videos I've created for as my donation to the public. That's how I do public service. And I put an hour-long video about how to protect yourself against any opportunistic organism. Yes, as far as covid itself goes, I think it's the biggest scam ever pulled on human beings. I agree. I think it's we're dealing with uh, a fascist corporatocracy taking over. I we're agree. losing democracy, we're losing freedom of speech, we're losing rights and sovereignty so, so. of our own bodies to our own children. We're being turned into farm animals like chickens in a cage
0: with their beaks cut off, cattle being herded,
1: turned into profit centers. And I recently read an article, I think it was on Mercola.com showing that
0: just a handful yeah, of he's billionaires been, he's have been made, declared a public health threat, by the way.
1: Yeah, well, of course, right. But only five or six billionaires have made over one trillion dollars just since the beginning of COVID from the profits directly from COVID. If you look at the statistics, the actual statistics of how many people have died, which is very, very almost impossible to do because the pcr test is not designed as a test for identifying a virus at all and there's great document documentaries i've interviewed mickey willis on this who produced the plandemic one and two movies which are mind-blowing if you watch social dilemma on netflix it shows you how they use social media to brainwash you and all the all the problems but really what's happening is the military industrial complexes, which which is one of the richest industries in the world, right up there with religion, can no longer start wars to make money because we now have something like a hundred. We have enough nuclear weapons to completely destroy the world 179 times over. Last time I counted 23 countries had nuclear weapons pointed at each other. And they've all got a fail-safe that if anyone launches a nuclear weapon at them, they will release their arsenal at that one, all of which will completely destroy the planet and, and the people on the other side. So the good news that puts everybody in checkmate, but the bad news is the military-industrial complex has now turned its forces
2: inward and coupled with key organizations and people like a. Gates, to keep, to
1: keep people, people under a under constant fear, fear and threat, to manufacture, manufacture so-called
2: uh, terrorist, terrorist attacks and use what news are what called false flag, flag, flag operations, operations code false flag, flag operations theory create the illusion, illusion under attack. attacks without got lots and lots of money on testing. Everybody, everybody needs this, Everybody, needs, this, everybody that. needs that. Collapse, collapse the economy, so the rich, so get rich, richer, get richer, get richer, get richer. Um, this, um, this strategy is has been, been going on going on centuries for centuries. You study, it, study it. and if you even if you look up book, the Tao Down Jing translation directly, I'll, well, I'll well, be outline out, back to out. back in the book how how, how Chinese the brash the Moses literary teachers in, in had the teach them teach the, the true meaning religion religion manipulated it so they troll people under the guise, guise legend legend. Uh, when, I uh, when I studied brainwashing, brainwashing I, found, I found uh researchers uh, researcher that, said, that the said the Catholic Church had mastered and master brainwashing, brainwashing by the 8th AD century AD, affecting every it and sense. sense. And when you and when look, at, look the, at the technology, technology they, have, they now. have now, AI, AI, AI marketing, marketing research, research, brain research, psychological research, psychological research, research, research all the research in the military for propaganda,
1: weaponizing technology such as Facebook and digital information. What's happened is now the military industrial complex has created an autoimmune disorder. So they've got everybody so wound up and scared that they're actually unaware that their iPhone is a spy device. Their electronic devices, everything around them is actually gathering data that is saleable at high profit. And by keeping people constantly afraid and thinking, oh, I've got to have a vaccination or my kids have to have a vaccination. And most people are too damn lazy and ignorant to study the truth. Most people don't even know what a virus is or how it functions. And if you did, you would realize how big this scam is. But when you have no legitimate tests, we don't know who really is positive. Nobody's ever seen the virus. We've only seen what we've been shown on a screen. And people can't tell the difference between truth and fantasy, when they're looking at a screen and they're too lazy to do their research. But if you read, for example, Oneness versus the 1% by Vondana Shiva, she lays Bill Gates out on the table like I've never seen. And when you I, see what I this guy's, guy yeah. when you see what he's up to, it's mind-blowing. And when you see how much money he makes off all of these gimmicks, it's sickening. One of his companies is worth something like $4 trillion dollars. And he has bought off governments. He's bought off news networks. This guy has his feelers in everything. And this is why for thousands of years it's been said money is the root of all evil. But the point I'm really driving at is that the military industrial complex has partnered with key people like Bill Gates and government organizations to create a security state worldwide. And that allows them to keep using taxpayers' dollars to buy into something that looks like protection, but normally they'd have to start a war to get that kind of financial input. Wars are good for business, that's well known. But now they just start a war that runs indefinitely and they make the target their own people. And so now you don't have to threaten the world with nuclear weapons to make money because then you can't cash your own bank account because you're dead too. So what you do is you make everybody as scared of each other and everything else, you profitize it, you weaponize their phone, you weaponize their television, you weaponize their radio and everything you can get your hands on. And now you're set up for a handful of people to be uh, trillionaires, not just billionaires. And if you look at the Netflix documentary, Social Dilemma, they showed the statistics, for example, on suicide rates. And since exactly the curve follows the growth of social media from exactly the time social media programming was released, such as Facebook and those types of programs. The inc- incidence of suicide has gone up, a hun- I think it was 151% amongst teenagers and 32% amongst adults. And it tracks exactly with the growth of social media And if you saw the documentary, my favorite part was at the end when they asked the inventors of this technology if they let their kids use social media. Every one of them said flat out, no, not at all. Zero.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the greatest crimes against humanity ever. It is.
1: It is the greatest crime against humanity. For many reasons. And it's actually, if you flip the coin on it and say, okay, what's the benefit? Why have we brought this into our experience as a collective? It's because we need a rite of passage to become adults, stand up for the rights to our bodies, to the rights to our land, to protect our, our, our soils, our resources, our water, our air, all the things these large corporations are destroying at alarmingly and dangerously fast paces. And so we need something to bring us together collectively worldwide to hold hands together to stand up for. Italy's a great model. Italy got together and just completely threw their government right out when they tried to force vaccinations. Other countries have done the same thing. Fortunately, there's many countries now with lawsuits against the government because what the statistics show is that when you look at the number of people dying every day from medical drug reactions or you know, drug complications, car accidents, industrial accidents, smoking, and a long list of other things, Covid doesn't even register in about the top fifty, so we've put a massive amount of fear and attention into something that turned out to be less threatening than the seasonal flu, but has been turned into a a giant by manipulating
0: people's oh, minds. It's called a a cult. It's called a covid cult. Yeah, where the, sure. Where you the, le- call it the that. leader, the leaders are never wrong. Evidence to the contrary, proving them wrong doesn't matter. And deniers are to be shamed, shunned, uh, and just put aside and ignored, uh, censored.
1: Take everything you've just said and ask yourself this one question. How is that any different than organized religion?
0: (laughs) That's good. It's the
1: same model. It's a belief system. It's built in with defense tactics to protect you. If you're a Christian, you better not be reading Buddhism or Judaism or... Islam or you're not only are you going to burn in hell, but so is your family. If you touch your genitals, I mean, the long, long list. I've studied this extensively. I spent years studying all this stuff. What's going on is a perfect tool of manipulation for people that are already caught in the trap of religious affiliation. And Ken Wilber's research showed that about 70 to 72 percent of the world population is at the level traditional level of conscious development, which is where you're attached to a dogma and you will refuse evidence, even if it's scientifically valid, you simply won't look at it. And this is why religions are constantly being seduced by politicians, because you can easily swing a vote if you get a bunch of preachers with megachurches on your side, because then it becomes the dictate of God to vote for that person or to put your money here or there. So we're, we're really at a time where we must grow up and accept responsibility for ourselves and our own minds and our own bodies. And until we do, I hate to say it, but people deserve what they get because they're not standing up for themselves. Yep. And that's how life works. So this is our rite of passage as a culture and as a world population to get clear on what our values are what our bodies mean to us, what our children mean to us, what our soil means to us, what nature means to us and what we mean to each other and to realize we all need each other and we're all sharing the same resources and if we can't work together to get rid of the 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 virus, the real virus, the mind virus, the the real virus is what I call Bill and company hmm. and if we can't, collectively get rid of a few billionaires that are manipulating seven billion people with their high technology toys, then we deserve what we get. I I hate to be so frank, but this is a a spiritual crisis that leads to authentic adult development.
0: Well, Paul, I'll wrap it with this. I made a TikTok video uh, saying that And that went very, very viral and it was my first video ever. And before they took it down and shadow banned me for the rest of time. (laughs) Good job. Yeah. Ridiculous. TikTok hates me more than anyone in the world. But I said that, yeah, this, this is psychological warfare. And if you don't see it, it's working. Paul check. thank you very much. I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, you too. Good job. Keep doing the work you're doing and, Share the love and you know, just the thing is, my closing quote comments of inspiration for you is we need to inspire people and nurture them into their awareness of what's important and bring them up to a level of intelligence where they're actually willing to look at the evidence on the other side of any argument so that we can actually put all the chips on the table and make an informed decision. And if how we handle the people that are pro-COVID, pro-vaccine, just incites more rejection, then we're as foolish as they are. It's our job to show them what health looks like, to show them what love looks like, to show them what courage looks like, and to be good leaders by example. It's easy just to say you're a bunch of idiots. Anybody can do that. But it's another thing to realize, you know, like I've worked with a lot of cases of possession. And when you see a case of possession, you realize that somebody has been taken over by another consciousness. And people that love that person are very afraid. And when you realize most people are possessed by media influences and belief systems that have no backing, but they don't know any better. We really need to treat these people as though they've been infected. And instead of rejecting them, help them see the light and and not do it by stuffing it in their face, but by inspiring them to look and listen to the greatest doctors and therapists in the world that get little airtime because they tell the truth and they're not profitable Mm -hmm. to corporations and as leslie manukian said on my podcast i said how do you know what the truth is anymore she said oh that's easy they take that down
0: (laughs) Hmm. that's what censorship
1: is it's removal of the truth anything that goes out of their agenda goes against their agenda is not true and they spend billions of dollars with bogus fact checkers and and spam campaigns and smear campaigns to decredit people, discredit people. So, you know, I remember in 2008, one of my students walked into class and said, Paul, you're not going to believe it. Did you know that you're on the quack list on quack watch? And I didn't even know what it was. And it's an organization run by doctors that identify who is a quack to try to inform the public to stay away from these people. So, I was quite entertained and I went and looked at all the people they had on there. And the first thing I noticed is that some of the best doctors and therapists that ever walked this planet were on the quack watch because they'd found cures for cancers and diseases, which meant those are the ones taking money out of the pocket of the drug and medical industry and the, you know, medical mafia. And so to be on that list was a great accomplishment for me uh, because it meant I was actually, I'd made an impact. So I think all of us need to, you know, remember that if anything out of the consensus means you're a quack and the consensus right now is in very deep trouble, it's sick, it's confused and it's lost. So today's a great day to be an individual and share your love in ways that are expressions of your love. I tell people, if you want to sing the truth, sing it. If you want to paint it, paint it. If you want to dance it, dance it. If you want to write it, write it. If you want to video it, video it. Do whatever you love to do to share as much truth as you can. And that way the truth is like the cream. It always rises to the top. So I think the question is how how much discomfort and torture and loss of freedoms and financial destruction will it take to get the sleepy people to wake up? But I think when they realize that the monster that they're in love with is about to eat them and their children... I mean, when you start looking at some of the research coming out on the bad reactions
0: people are having from the
1: vaccinations,
0: one— I wouldn't get it over my dead body, for the record, and I won't be. No, I let won't the either. Record, in let fact, the I, show. Would,
1: I would put my kids on an airplane and fly them to any country in the world to, yeah, to would, get out of it. I would sooner
0: flee, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm not—my body is not for sale to a corporation, period. I won't fight violently because I've already been a soldier— in the 82nd Airborne Division and seen that that doesn't work either. But I will follow the lead of Mahatma Gandhi and and make a stance. But I, I try to let my life be the evidence for my philosophy. But I think if you look at this holistically, paradoxically, it's just the kind of stress we need to wake people up. And it's potent enough to produce enough death to wake people up. It just makes me sad that so many children are 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 going to die in the name of medicine. But if you if you see what Bill Gates has already done, Vandana Shiva pins the tail right on the donkey when you see what he's done in Africa and India. I can't wait oh, to
2: check that out.
1: Oh, it's an amazing book. She deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for that book. It's uh, Oneness Versus the 1% by Vandana Shiva. And it's also on Audible, so you can listen to it. It's very well done. And I think when people really see what Bill Gates is up to, and I haven't even touched on it, and and Bill Gates and company, it might stand people straight up in their chairs and make them go, holy shit, I got to get involved in this in a positive way.
0: There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Jordan Paris Show. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, there are a couple of things that you can do. Number one is, of course, share with your friends and family. I think that they would really appreciate it. Number two, we have a free community, a sensor-free community on Telegram. You can join that group at jordanparis.com group. I'd love to meet you. And lastly, your voice is powerful and it is important. And if you'd like to use your voice and start your own podcast, I'd love to help you out. jordanparis.com course is where you can find my free course on how to become a rock star podcaster. That's all. Thanks everyone for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Jordan Paris show.